back to the bins. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Back to the Bins. I'm Paul Spatero, and I am once again joined by David Pescarella. Should I stay or should I go now? Ah, see what I did now? Ah, the clash. Uh, are you... I was trying to think of a good comment for that, but I was going to say, are you lost in the supermarket? But whatever. Uh, we're, we're here today to do another commentary episode, so we'll get another short one for you again, but uh, hopefully a good one. We're still on the Justice League Unlimited for the time being, and today we are looking at season two. If you're looking at it on HBO Max, it's the first season three, uh, the episode Clash. Uh, so... Once again, you know, this this one, you know, spoilers in advance. This one features a battle between Superman and uh, Captain Marvel. And it now, is there was a another animated film. Was there not that featured yeah. a battle between because that's what I remember. I'm like, wait a minute. I swear I've seen this before because I haven't seen a lot of these particular episodes. But so there was like a regular full length DC movie, right? Yeah, well, not Superman versus like well, like, minutes, but uh, that was subsequent to this. This came out before okay. that. Yeah, because I'm like, I kind of remember slightly more upgraded animation from the battle I saw, but I couldn't remember where. I mean, yeah, I have a computer and I could have looked it up, but that's cheating. You know, maybe, maybe we'll do that episode too at some point. Mm. That would that would be kind of cool to take a look at. So, some something for down the line. But for today, we're just doing this one, and this is something where. I think you know since since DC acquired the rights to Captain Marvel, it's something that they teased many many times, uh, and they gave us little glimpses of it in the comics periodically. But I don't think we really saw it come to fruition until uh, Kingdom Come, mm. and I think some of this is inspired by that. Certainly. Uh, well, we'll talk about it more while we're watching it. But if everybody's looking to uh, join, or if anybody's looking to join us, it is season three, really season two, episode seven, Clash. And we all have our HBO Maxes synced up and we're ready to roll. So one, two, three, play. Looks bunny. There's, peep, there's people's running. Ah! There's the elongated man. I always have to correct myself because in my head I think elongated man. Nah, he's fighting a parasite. Uh, well, now we have me- me- Metamorpho is actually fighting the parasite. And uh, obviously by the power set, parasite is using. But I don't remember parasite being able to do that. I thought he just absorbed power and got stronger. I didn't think yeah. he would- did an amazo nah. okay so i'm not the only one that was like wait a minute that's exactly what i that. was thinking as i watched it that he just got stronger he didn't absorb the actual powers he's right. not like the he super was... adaptoid <clears throat> right exactly I, I was like that's not his power set Dave, that's you're, what... you're a big superman man in the room what do you what do you say i i believe that was after the post-crisis reboot they gave him the power that like mm. he could Superman's power was that kind of thing and okay. fly and be bulletproof. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's, that's new. Because new I don't me. remember that in the Superman animated series either. 
Like I thought he just absorbed power in that too, but maybe maybe they changed it like like you said, or you know they just gave him an upgrade. Okay. Yeah, Batman's a- asking for help, and John is like, "You never ask for help." And then we go to the computerized animation. <laughs> you know, maybe that cop that was standing there with his gun out should have fired a few rounds into the parasite. Nah, eh, eh. probably wouldn't have helped. And you just say. You'd have a dead cop. Superman saving a plane. Where have we seen that before? I don't know. I want to hear the pilot say, just fly. (laughs) He's done it in numerous movies. So they're calling for Superman's help, and he needs to get the plane down first, but something zoomed past him. It was probably the Flash, I bet, right? Up that high? Sure, yeah, yeah. Each must, yeah. And Superman arrives, and Captain Marvel has already uh, taken out the parasite. Or actually, Superman hasn't arrived, but the rest of the Justice League is there. I love the way they they show Captain Marvel in this, basically, you know, being an adult or being a a child in an adult's body. You know, he's, he's... the the contrast to Superman is kind of fun because as they're going to talk about later, uh, you know, Superman has always been considered, you know, the Boy Scout of the group. And in this instance, uh, Captain Marvel out Boy Scouts him. Yeah, doesn't he, though? I mean, and I got to say, intro again. I, I just want to say my overall impression of this episode is Superman's a dick. Thank you for saying it, because that's what I was thinking. Now, he's not totally unjustified in his dickishness. He's paranoid. Towards, he's, yeah, but, but he's a dick to Captain Marvel. He doesn't yes. have to be. If he explained himself a little better, you know, instead of just, you don't know, you know, I've seen shit. See, but, <laughs> but you see, the, the thing is, Superman doesn't know that he is a kid. Superman thinks he's dealing with another adult. Does he? He, thinks he, could... he doesn't seem so, at all surprised. Spoilers at at, at the end when, uh, when when they have their final fight, and then he's like, "That's enough, kid." And he's you know he like he he doesn't seem shocked or anything. And maybe they should have portrayed that a little differently in the animation. You know, maybe he should been like, "Just a line. You're a kid." Yeah, I, I think I, that would have been well served. But I think he does not know that Captain Marvel is a kid. I think he just thinks Captain Marvel is another man, you know, another adult. And that you could just kind of tell him, hey, cool it. And and that's it. Whereas what he should have done was sat him down and explained, you know, kind of how things yeah. work to him. I think there's a lot of, you know, missed opportunities. Now, doesn't Jerry Connell, Jerry O'Connell play? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he I does. Think he does a good job the as the adult uh, Marvel. Yeah, because he, he really he really plays the naive Tay. Mm-hmm. I think he plays it in that movie we we were discussing, the uh, full length one, the Return oh. of Black Adam. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure he's Captain Marvel. Well, you see, here's where he puts his foot in his mouth. Well, well, you know what he he doesn't. He's taking things at face value and saying, hey, he's running for president. He 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 was a villain, you know. Maybe he's not all bad. Everybody gets a second chance. Blah, blah, blah. And everybody's like, whoa. Blah, blah, right, blah. the innocence <laughs> of a child. Yeah. Well, and, and there is 
the contrast that's made in when when Lex Luthor appears and he's being interviewed, you know, he points out that they were very quick to give a second chance to Hawk Girl, who uh, screwed oh, him just, over in Starcrossed. Yeah. This is a particularly good scene. I, I CC Binder Elementary School. That's a a uh, yeah. a tribute to CC Beck and Otto. Or actually, Otto Binder, I believe, not Binder. And then Billy Batson gets to school late. With George Bush hanging on the wall. I noticed that. Yeah, I was like, huh. You know, Billy Batson's one of those, uh, like Charlie Brown, he always has the same outfit on. Yeah. (laughs) So now, did, did Captain Marvel appear first in 1939, just out of curiosity? I was wondering why that was such a prominent, uh, why they were using that. I mean, I believe so. Captain Marvel appeared and was around for a while. He 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 rivaled, I think, and sometimes actually outsold Superman's comics. We had a high five with uh, DC buried him in a lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. And then he stayed buried until the early 70s when DC acquired his rights and and revived him. When Uh, they first revived him, they did so in stories that were very simplistic and and kind of child uh you know geared towards children uh and they had seats yep so uh Uh, but then eventually they you know it was like they didn't know what to do with the character and they they wanted to make him more sophisticated but they also wanted to to appeal to that younger group okay so here we have an organization that's belittling one of their members for speaking out on their own hmm what is that is that like things that happen today Oh wait! Uh, Don't make should... me slap you, Bill. <laughs> you want a fresh one? You became a symbol. A symbol. You want to see a really one. long arm, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but th- I, now, now this is exactly where you guys are right because he's being very dicky to him. He's not explaining. He's not trying to see Captain Marvel's point of view. He's just, you know bashing him really and everybody else is just sitting there captain marvel is being rather humble at least in the beginning of the conversation you know i don't know like you think this is the point where he should have shown some understanding i well one of these other voiceless mooks at the table should have said well we'll put up and said well you know here's the evidence let's explain something to you no we're just gonna let superman run roughshod and be a dick Somebody should have taken the time to explain it. If nothing else, even if you think he's an adult, he's clearly showing himself to be very naive and that, Mm. you know, that he doesn't have evil intent in what he did. And and, go ahead. This is Bill O'Reilly. That's what I was going to say. Is this supposed to be Bill O'Reilly? Because it's something O'Bannon. Phil O'Bannon. Phil O'Bannon. The O'Bannon agenda. Yeah, what was the show? Was it the O'Reilly Factor? Yes. Yes. Lexor City. Which Fully was functional urban paradise. Lexor was the planet from comic books where uh, Luthor was the hero. Ah. Uh, well, yeah. Superman watching TV in his full outfit. You would think he'd take the cape off to watch TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And here's where he calls out Hot Girl. See, see. But he's got a very good point there, though. Now, what they should have done was they should have given Luther 
some some leeway, but kept a close eye on him. That's all. But Superman gets all paranoid. And it's because Luther is playing him. Luther is smarter than Superman. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And and he's manipulating him. Or as some people would say, manipsnapsing. Okay. <laughs> That's a deep cut. You'd have to go look that one up. All right. You know what the number three has between in common between us? What's that? It's your weight, my IQ. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love Clancy Brown as Lex Luthor. He's powerful. I, I think he's every bit as good as Kevin Conroy's Batman, and that's mm-hmm. saying a lot because Kevin Conroy may be the best cast. Now, who's this guy? I have no idea. Is that bouncing uh, boy or something? No, no, that's not I, I don't know who that's the legion. These are like like uh, lucha libre guys. Oh, I know who that other guy was. That's Fat Albert. <laughs> <laughs> I, love the, I love the way Batman and Superman are fighting these guys, and they're just holding a casual conversation while they do it. Mm-hmm. Like these guys pose no threat to them at all. Yeah, and then, and, and then Batman calls. Uh, he. He calls Marvel the Boy Scout. He's like, I thought I was a Boy Scout well, until we met uh, Marvel. So yeah, I don't. I have no idea who these villains are. No, if we I, ever I become even... a team of supervillains, can we not wear these costumes? <laughs> I I don't know that fat one. That that might be good for me. <laughs> Give me a costume that just covers everything. Oh, and he gets a call from Emil Hamilton, who is still, you know, benevolent at this point, at least as far as what he's presenting to our heroes. I'm sorry to bring you down here, but the cops didn't want to look into this. They said it was outside their purview. Four pounds of weapons grade kryptonite was stolen. Okay. I always leave that in my safe. Now, all right, if you got who, well, I mean, I'm sure it was the government decided to make. I would be asking, why do we have weapons grade kryptonite? Regular kryptonite's enough to kill me. Why are we refining it into weapons? But anyway, you know. yeah. I refer and, and, to Superman too. <laughs> well, yeah. Ultimately, this this may be one of the uh, you know the, the the missteps of the story though, because. The theft of the weapons-grade kryptonite, which is what Luther used in the city, and I'm getting jumping ahead story-wise, but the fact that he stole it should be enough to show that he didn't have quite as benevolent of an intention as. But did he? he I don't think that. I really, don't think he's the one. That's not connected here. So. He just says that he used kryptonite, and it's never. It, it may be implied, but I don't think it's ever actually said. That it was like I don't think Superman goes. Aha! See, there's the kryptonite. I'm happy. If you're not watching this and you're listening along, uh, you know Lex Luthor is presenting his new Lexor city oh, that he's God, uh, donating for the poor people, and he's getting all choked up as he does it with Superman having to stand by his side while he's doing it. This Lois is truly is the greatest day of my life. I'm a ha- today, today, I'm the happiest, happiest man, man, man in the world, world, world. Oh, there's so much you don't know about me, Superman. Double entendre! <laughs> now give me a hug. Here, drink this kryptonite-laced champagne. 
a hero. Yay! So See, the way the way they here. the way they draw Luther, at least it looks to me. I mean, he, he looks very Telly Savalas like to me. Yeah. Yep. He's even got you know kind of the nose. Uh, Who loves you, baby? <laughs> you put a lollipop in this guy's hand, and it's uh, it would be great. What? So now, what? but Superman's already already kind of, you know, he he's listening in on the conversations and he's looking around with his X-ray vision. He's being totally manipulated by Luther. Yeah, and he's like jumping to conclusions. He's he's scanning everything, and then, yeah, he's like looking at the playground. Take a look. All these kids have cancer now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could just hear the commercial. If you were exposed to Lexor City, <laughs> call. <laughs> Everybody out of here. You may be entitled to a huge cash settlement. This now is where I... you need Leslie Nielsen. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. All is calm. See, that would be actually Kevin Bacon from National Lampoon. Move along. Nothing to see. All is well. Shazam! <laughs> and <laughs> Superman tearing up a playground. Shoving, yeah, this uh, this will play well on the news. All right, but to try and take Superman's perspective on this, uh, much like Captain Marvel, his motivations are pure. <laughs> he he believes that there's potential for this thing to explode. You know, let Luther already. He heard Luther talking about his escape plan. Uh, and he thinks there may not be time to uh, to act so that he can't necessarily sit and talk about it. Now, he acted wrongly because that's the way it worked out. But oh, yeah. He's so been correct. You know, he was he was doing what he needed to do. And I think, you know, if, if you're in this situation, this is another situation where they're, they're presenting a question that you can't really answer in a simple way. If you have an honest belief, if you have these powers and you have an honest belief that this is going on, do you sit and risk the, the bomb going off if you're right by, by yeah. taking the proper steps or do you just, you know, aggressively go after it? I couldn't Lex Luthor sue him for, uh, for battery, for shoving him down like that. Yes. Because he's a super powered entity. Let me tell you, Lex Luthor's got a whole bunch of lawsuits here. Captain, please, there has to be another way. Whammo! Now that that is like a famous shot with the two of them heading straight towards each other at an angle. Destroys the hospital. hospital. I think Lex Luthor purposely built this place with shoddy materials because look how easy this place falls apart. It was built I mean, by the lowest bidder. No. It was built built in a in a cave with scraps. These things are coming down with like, I think he had a uh, well. He does say later that this was you know he he didn't expect the city to be destroyed, but of course these guys smashing their way through everything. It's very uh, Man of Steelish before we got Man of Steel, mm. the the movie. Yeah. With the yeah. uh, the wanton destruction, but luckily nobody's in any of these buildings because they're, you know, new ish. Not, not anymore. For, not for long. <laughs> but this, I mean, this is pretty cool. Just the you know the not 
knockdown drag out fight that they're showing between them. It's, you know, we, we've already been given the uh, intellectual dilemma and now it's just battle. Mm-hmm. It's the Lexor City Bank. Yeah, and this is brutal here, what Superman does. I'm going to take the whole vault. And then he just, like, wham! Yeah, he's wham! Holding back. Wham! Another home. And <laughs> had enough? It's just, like, just, now, just his hands now, he'd, out of the rubble. If he'd killed Captain Marvel. Ah, you know, it's like, wow. And then, poof, there he is. He's back. So this is where, uh, you know, oof. Captain Marvel is down, but not out. Down goes Marvel. And this this is the scene that's inspired by Kingdom Come, where he keeps calling Shazam, but he's holding Superman in the way of the lightning bolts, so that yeah. it's not switching him back to Billy Batson, but it's hitting Superman in the chest. And then Superman turns the tables on him and turns him into Billy Batson. And then yeah, and, puts and, his and, hand and, over his mouth. Yeah, you're right. He says nothing, and he's like, yeah, there's no surprise in in the way he's shown, and they they probably should have taken the five seconds extra to do that, and you could have taken five seconds away from the battle if you needed to, because it was plenty. There's the aftermath of the fight. The entire city is destroyed, and Adam is looking and sees that it was what Luther said it was. It was a fireworks display. Mm. And then, and then Luther totally lays it on thick again. I shouldn't have tried to make the free power a surprise. No, you shouldn't have. Of course, the Justice League will pay for the damage. You got Batman in the background saying, yeah, the Justice League will pay. (laughs) (laughs) You crack out that Daily Planet paycheck. And here's here's me holding a a statue of Billy Batson's head. There's this nothing like a little head. This one's on me. Even Lois is pissed. You're you're a dick. <laughs> Way to go, Clark. Well, I do like this scene where Captain Marvel comes in and lets him know, you know, screw you guys. <laughs> I, I used to respect you so much, and now you suck. I'm out of here, bricks. Gives him the carton. Screw you guys. Home. Yeah, they deserve this. Oh, absolutely. Then he slaps him. He verbally slaps Superman him. do? Oh, now, you know, I believe taking people at their word, giving the benefit of the doubt. That's right. Look down at that table, Superman. Bad, bad Superman. <laughs> You go to your room and think yeah. about what you go to your fortress solitude to think about what you did. I was thinking hit him in the nose with a rolled up newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you did. Look what you did. <laughs> We're not paying anyone else to speak. <laughs> He's right. They set you up, Clark. So, I mean, Batman at least understands in this one. In the last one, he was indignant about the way he behaved. 
-hmm. this one he's you know he understands why superman did what he did but then we cut to luthor who, who is in a clandestine meeting with paid for it Forget apple cider yeah i didn't see this coming but then they did hint at the previous episode that the backing for Cadmus was coming from Luthor. So I guess I should have realized that because I think, who is he going to be talking to? So, and that is the end. Yeah. Oh, Another. in our last commentary, we didn't bring up the uh, the whole thing about um, at. They're talking about Cadmus, and at one point, Bat Batman says, "I'm going to get the question to look into." And everybody at the table goes, "Oh God, not that guy!" <laughs> <laughs> got I, I love the way the question is shown on this uh, on this series. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I just remember the the episode. You know, he, he had like a, a an episode that focused on him. Uh, yes, and, and, and yeah, I do starts, remember that one. He starts talking about the different questions that he's looking into, and some of them were like, you know, really silly things. Uh, you know, I, I like butter and margarine or something. <laughs> I don't even remember exactly what it was, but I, I remember finding it very amusing. Anyway, that's it for Clash. Oh, well, we didn't grade it. Oh, we no. didn't grade it. You know what? I'm giving this one another A. It's. Uh, the animation was was for the most part really solid. The story gave us the knockdown drag out fight that I would you know always love to see. And then you top it off with the fact that there was an in, you know an intelligent question that was presented as far as you know how Superman behaved and whether he should have behaved that way and you know what you know to what extent he may or may not have been justified. And the same thing for Captain Marvel. So I I just think it was a great episode. I'm right there with you. This is another A. Yep, I will uh, concur. Ooh, I love having concurrence. Mm. So that will do it for this week. And we thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Shazam! <laughs> Not this time, Bill. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our show, and we hope you'll continue to join us each and every week for more good old-fashioned comic book back-issue awesomeness. You can contact Back to the Bins to leave feedback, comments, questions, suggestions, and criticisms via email at bins at twotruefreaks.com or by joining the Back to the Bins group on Facebook. Back to the Bins is a proud affiliate of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network, which you may find at www.twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is a registered trademark of DiManzo Corps of Milan, Italy. All rights reserved. Please take a moment to stop by the twotruefreaks.com site and check out their many other fine podcasts, won't you? Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Take it easy, folks. One at a time, okay? Lois Lane, Captain Daily Planet. How does it feel to be part of the Justice League? How does it feel? 
like I've waited my whole life for this. I mean, being on the same team with Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, I still can't believe they actually let me join. <laughs> what is it you value so much about the League? Golly, I guess it's all the good they do. Not just helping people, which is great. I mean, that's the reason we're all here in the first place, right? But they really make a difference. They change the world. How so? Well, just look at Lex Luthor. He used to be a supervillain, for Pete's sake, and now he's one of the good guys. I think it's terrific that he's running for president, don't you? Uh, are you moving to Metropolis from Fawcett City? No, ma'am. I help where I'm needed, but I'm a Fawcett boy at heart. Sorry, folks, but I really gotta go. Before you go, before, wait, 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 wait.